0: Welcome to Soundprint's Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushival. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Sound Prince for the week of May 21, 2017. Our first announcement is a sad one. Ernie Bourne, 1945 graduate of the Kentucky School for the Blind, and a Kentucky blind vendor for over 60 years passed away this week after a long illness. Mary Strebel, former staff member at KSB, also passed away. We send our condolences to both families. VFO, formerly Freedom Scientific, announced this week that the screen reader window eyes will no longer be sold within the United States. Window eyes will be integrated into JAWS, and anyone currently Owning version 9 of WE will receive a free conversion to JAWS 18. Current SMAs will also be honored. International sales and the free versions of Eyes in use with Microsoft 10 or higher are not included in this announcement. The Kentucky Council of the Blind is offering a $250 stipend to any KCB member who is going to the ACB convention in Reno and who attends specific general sessions designated by the KCB board. The stipend is available to those 2017 and LIFE members who have joined KCB on or before June 1 of this year. For more information, call us at 502-895-4598. The Low Vision Support Group, sponsored by KCCLV, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, is growing. The group will meet the second and fourth Thursdays of each month, beginning in June. June dates for the meetings are June 8 and June 22 at United Crescent Hill Ministries. The KCCLV conference call and program for June will be on Tuesday the 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Call 712 432 3900 and enter code 796096. There is no calendar for sound prints this week because the program is so full of features and information. Here are a few upcoming events in the next couple of weeks. Special events at the Greater Louisville Roundabout on Friday, May 26 will include a book club meeting during dinner from 6 to 7 p.m., and music after dinner. This is a special musical event because Dave and Deb Trevino are moving to Delaware in June, and this will be our last chance to have Dave share his guitar and trumpet with us. Who knows? He might even bring Christmas to Roundabout with his song about Santa having to take a cab. As always, there will be technology, discussion time, crafts, and cards, 3.30 to 10 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries. The lunch cruise on the Belle of Louisville on Saturday, May 27, from 11.30 to 2 p.m., is sponsored by the KCB Next Generation. For more information, call Amanda Selm at 502-750-1774. ACB Lions invites blind lions from across the country to dial in to our monthly conference meeting on June 1. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The number is 712-432-3900, extension 796-096. GLCB will hold roundabouts on the 2nd, 9th, 16th, and 23rd of June. June 9 roundabout will include the Guide and Service Dog Eye Screening Clinic, sponsored by Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana, from 3.30 to 4.45 p.m. You must have registered your dog with ACVO in April to participate in the screenings. There will also be bingo that evening after dinner. Technology, cooking, and other individual activities will take place, but there will be no discussion time on June 9. Call 502-895-4598 with questions and to sign up. The Printing House will host two activities in June. On June 10, kids are invited to the Museum for Games and Activities designed to help them learn what it is like to be blind. The first Braille for the Sighted Workshop of the summer is on Saturday, June 17, at the Museum. This is a chance for kids and adults to learn more about Braille and try writing on Slates and Braille Writers. Call 502-899-2213 for more information. KCB Next Generation invites all KCB chapters to their council-wide picnic on Saturday, June 10, from 2 to 5 p.m. It's $10 a person, includes a box lunch from Chick-fil-A, and is at the Brown Park in Louisville. Call Amanda Selm at 502-750-1774 for details and to sign up. The Kentucky School for the Blind presents its prestigious Paul J. Langen Award to an individual who has given longtime service to the blind community. Mr. Langen was superintendent of the school from 1946 to 1956, and he made many innovative changes to the school while there. The winner of this year's award was Adam Reshevel, and the award was presented at the Founder's Day celebration on May 9. The presentation is on page 2. The first voice you hear is that of Mike Hudson, director of the APH Museum and MC for the evening. One note, Kenny Jones, who reads the nomination letter, is a 1978 graduate and former staff member of KSB and the winner of last year's Langan Award. The 2017 ACB Conference and Convention in Reno is absolutely packed with exciting programs, workshops, exhibits, tours, and social events. Pre-registration for the convention opens on May 24, and as usual, there are so many events on the schedule that it's impossible to do it all. Janet Dickelman, ACB Convention Coordinator from St. Paul, Minnesota, is our page 3 feature this week. Janet shares information about many technology-related sessions and events, most of which are not listed on the pre-registration form. These are sessions sponsored by such companies as Google, Microsoft Sprint, Charter Communications, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bookshare, Humanware, and VFO. Janet also includes information on how to register, how to save money on convention costs, including great food prices at the hotel, how to keep up with convention happenings, whether or not you are going to Reno. We hope you enjoy this week's sound prints. Page 2. So to present the 2017 Paul J. Langen Award, um, let me welcome forward Kenny
1: Jones and Dr. Pruitt wants to to introduce Jackie again. So I'm taking Commissioner's Privilege because um, I hired Jackie and I didn't get to introduce her. So I I wanted to just take a a quick second. A couple things, though, too. First of all, I wanted to acknowledge T. Hewlett, who's here, who has played a big role in the school over the last several years and right now is doing a lot of great work for us with our maintenance, um, development, and, and really repairing a lot of stuff that the General Assembly did very kindly give us a big pot of money for the first time in 20 years. So we are able to... So, T., thank you. And two, I I just wanted, um, we've got a lot of faculty here. Could could the faculty just stand for a second here and let us appreciate you. of the best things about being commissioners, it means you can totally derail a program. And I'm sorry for done that. But I did want to take a second. Uh, Jackie um, is just an incredible find for us, in my opinion. Coming from the classroom, um, straight into the principal's role, um, what I wanted... Uh, as principal, was someone that can be a real instructional leader, somebody that can be a good calming force that can uh, doesn't run around you know with her hair on fire all the time. Um, and Jackie has uh, just been on the job for a month, but I don't think we could have found. In fact, I know we couldn't have found anybody any better because we did a national search. And it's nice when you can find the person you need right here at home. She has a real care for children, a real desire to give them a life that they may not have thought that they had an opportunity to have and I just can't be any more proud to introduce our new principal for the Kentucky School for the Blind Jackie Williams.
2: It's gonna make me cry right before I get up to say a big speech. (laughs) Thank you. So I have the honor of um, talking about the Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award, um, which is pretty neat for me because as a new person, I really hadn't heard a lot about that. So I want to present it to you the way it was presented to me uh, by Ms. Penrod. The Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award is the highest honor that the Kentucky School for the Blind bestows upon an individual. The award, established in 1992, honors Langan, who was KSB's superintendent from 1945 to 1956. Since many of us in the room may not know Mr. Langen, let me introduce him through the eyes of an 11-year-old blind boy from eastern Kentucky. I arrived on campus on March 11, 1951, my first real contact with Mr. Langan was while I was sitting outside on the steps of the boy's wing. I hear this click, click, click sound and soon a voice says, well Bert, how is your day going? I had never been asked that question. Mr. Langan went on to make comments about my school day and end it by saying, tell your grandma I said hi. This little time with Mr. Langen became a habit. I would purposefully sit out there every night waiting for that click, click, click and yearn for his questions. As time passed, I got older and realized that Mr. Langan made drastic changes to the school that had long lasting impact. I learned most of this from my science teacher and wrestling and track coach. My friends oftentimes commented about what they were doing, which included going to Atherton High School for classes, a major opportunity made possible by Mr. Langen. The manner in which we were treated as young people was great. We had lots of freedom to travel off campus for all kinds of activities, because Mr. Langen felt we needed to learn independence. The thing that I look back on now and marvel is that under Mr. Langan's leadership, how exceptional the transition was of KSB's colored department students, as they were referred to at that time, and how I have no memory of any negativity from that transition. During the 1955 and 1956 school year, students from the colored school department came to our side in our classes and their teachers taught in our classrooms. In 1956, the students moved into the dorms, and again, the transition was effortless and smooth. Given the social climate at that time, this was an exceptional feat. I could continue to say many things about the improvements and accomplishments that took place under Mr. Langan. After he left KSB, he continued to inspire the lives of individuals who are blind and visually impaired through his work with the American Foundation for the Blind. What Mr. Langen did is what I thought I could and would do. He stayed in touch until his death at nearly 90 years of age. Every time something in my life happened, I would get a note from Mr. Langan congratulating me and wishing me well. Mr. Langen lived the statement we so often hear in our business. It is all about the kids. For Mr. Langen, it truly was all about the kids. This is why the Kentucky School for the Blind places such high esteem for the Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award. It is presented to a deserving Kentuckian who has had a strong, positive influence on the lives of persons who are blind and visually impaired and the Kentucky School for the Blind. Kenny Jones.
3: It is my pleasure to introduce the recipient of the 2017 Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award. On KSB's 175th anniversary, I cannot think of a more deserving person for this honor than this year's honoree, Adam Charles Rushable III. Adam was a member of the KSB class of 1965. During that year, he captured the KHSAA Wrestling Championship title in the 127 pound weight class. Adam is always eager to share his personal memories as a KSB student and he has a vast knowledge of KSB's rich history. Adam took his education and skills acquired at KSB on to Murray State University where he received his bachelor's and master's degree. That ultimately led to 31 years career in state government, 13 years 1974 through 77 with the Kentucky Talking Book Library in 18 years 1987 through 2004 with the Kentucky School for the Blind where he served as the program director of the Kentucky Instructional Materials Resource Center. Apart from being a student and an employee Adam has been a loyal and dedicated servant of his alma mater throughout his lifetime. He is active in the KSB Alumni Association. He has served on the KSB Advisory Board from 1981 through 88 and is an ex-officio member and was an ex-officio member from um, 1988 through 97. After his employment in 2004, he has remained a volunteer in assisting with the quality control of the Braille Writer Repair Group. He has been active participant at many campus committees, including the 175th uh, KSB Anniversary Celebration Committee, and has a vast collection of recordings as proof. rarely misses an opportunity to engage in campus activities and programs. He is present at KSB events and programs and always calls to make sure of the date, time, and place of such activities. If funds are needed to enhance campus and student activities, he is the first one to seek funding through the various civic groups and service organizations of which he belongs. Many extracurricular opportunities for students are the direct result of Adam's uh, influence. His numerous activities relating to improving services and provisions for individuals who are blind and visually impaired far extend beyond the boundaries of the school. They are present in the community and throughout the commonwealth. He has been active in the Clifton neighborhood where he has been a strong voice for the blind and visually impaired. In it to ensure uh, relating to safe pedestrian travel and access to services and information. He is a member or has participated in special interest groups of the American Council of the Blind, American American and Kentucky Library Association, Kentucky Department for the Blind State Rehabilitation Council, Bluegrass Council of the Blind, Kentucky Association for the Education and Rehabilitation of the Blind and Visually Impaired, and the Downtown Lions Club. The Rushable name is no novice when it comes to service, loyalty, and dedication. His father, Adam Rushville Sr., was granted the Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award in 1996 and his wife, Carla, uh, was bestowed the honor in 2014. Adam Charles Rushable III rightfully deserves and now has his own place among the prestigious list of recipients. Please join me in welcoming to the program of the 2017 Paul J. Langan Distinguished Service Award recipient, Mr. Adam Rushable III. <laughs>
4: Thank you all very much, Commissioner Dr. Pruitt and uh Department of Education board members and administrators and uh, Metro Councilman Hollander, and, and I will use the possessive, our new Kentucky School for the Blind principal, um, uh, Ms. Williams, uh, and other special guests. And far as I'm concerned, that's everybody else that's here. We have an all-star crowd, I think, tonight. Um, you know, to, to think about receiving this award, It's kind of like wishing that you'd won the lottery, millions of dollars, and uh, you really don't expect to, but it's nice to think about, and same way with this Paul Langen Award, it's something... You know that I, I think I've thought about you know I have my own share of confidence and maybe hot air but uh, um, you know you, you still think what would I do or say if I got it and then just now uh, you almost freeze <laughs> uh, you know and I like uh, To thank Mr. Jones for that wonderful introduction, and you know, Kenny Kenny has been involved with the Founder's Day um, activities quite a lot here in the last couple of years, and and he's a hard act to follow. you know my you mentioned my father and Carla uh, having received the award and you know I, I think y'all can imagine how lucky I feel that Carla's last name is Regival <laughs> uh, and th- that's really amazing to me um, Also, I I don't remember having a chance really to talk to Mr. Langen uh, like it was said in the introduction there talking about him, but... You know, when I was about nine years old, my fourth-grade classroom door was about 20 feet away from his office door. And, and I'm sure there was a time when I would have said, Good morning, Mr. Langan. You know, it had to be. You know, But I do know of all the things that he did for the school um, while he was here. Well aware of that. And then, uh, you know, I think uh, my wife, Carla, would agree with me that the influence of our parents and families and also the opportunity to come to the School for the Blind certainly helped us to have a chance to be successful. Now, I don't think it guaranteed us that chance, but or guaranteed the success but it gave us the chance and somehow I kind of feel like I've been paying back that debt ever since then and one other thing um, uh, Kenny Jones mentioned uh, my involvement with the Lions Club and this is something that I have thought about over the years Uh, when you look at the list of Langen Award winners Several of those people either have been or are Lions Club members. You know, uh, besides my father, uh, you, you had people like uh, Bill Roby and uh, Charles Ned Cox, and uh, I think Carol Domke. Carol, were you a award winner? Yes. I thought, yeah, I thought so. In, in the Lions Club, and then I know Will Evans, uh, uh, one of our superintendents, uh, was, and his wife Barbara is here tonight, and. And I think Mr. Hauser, uh superintendent, was, might have been a Langen Award winner too, although I'm not sure that. And then uh, you have former employees like Ricky Ricks, who could not be here tonight. Uh, uh, Richmond Marcy, and my wife Carla and me. And, and it just seems like that those qualities, uh, you know, the lines have a motto, we serve and they're celebrating their 100th anniversary this year in July and I think I would like to think that the leadership and community service and the many contributions that Lions have given to uh, the Kentucky School for the Blind and across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, the blind and visually impaired people are the type of qualities and things for which Paul Lang and, and his family would be proud of. And so, again, uh, Kenny Jones, thank you very much and the administration of the school here and all of you for making this a wonderful night for me. It's important to me because of the award, but also it's important to me because of the overall 175th anniversary Founders Day celebration for the Kentucky School for the Blind. Thank you.
5: APH offers a growing collection of accessible mobile apps, and some are free. These apps feature content such as mathematics practice, braille practice, enhanced navigation, and fun stickers for messages. Some apps are designed for iOS, while others are compatible with Android. Learn more about mobile apps from the American Printing House for the Blind at www.aph.org products slash mobile hyphen apps. H's Nearby Explorer is a full featured GPS app for iOS and Android devices that empowers users to travel with confidence. It uses GPS and your phone's compass to speak real-time information about your surroundings, including millions of points of interest in the US and Canada. Nearby Explorer is available on Google Play and on the App Store.
0: Page three. Janet Dickelman is the ACB convention coordinator, and as you might imagine, it is time to talk convention. So, welcome, Janet, to Soundprints.
6: Hi. Thanks for having me, Carla. And you know, I love talking about the convention.
0: Absolutely.
6: This is my favorite time of year.
0: Right. Registration is going to open uh, really May quickly. 24th. May twenty-fourth. May twenty-fourth.
6: And it'll run through June twentieth. Right
0: and uh, so we're going to give you the listener a look at some of the things that will be going on in Reno you've you've heard a lot about tours and we've talked about the tours before here on Soundprint. so we're kind of going to talk about some other things today that maybe if you're not on the email list uh, that you haven't heard about yet and one of the the main areas that we're going to talk about are the tech sessions. But before we get into that, Janet, let's talk about convention dates and the hotel and um, you know just some of the basics of the, the dates are real important before we do anything else.
6: Yes, I think that might be important. Our first tour is Friday, June 30th. Mm-hmm. Opening session is Saturday, July 1st. Um, Please keep in mind we have changed the convention up a little bit. Our opening session is Saturday instead of Sunday. So Saturday evening we will have opening general session and then the morning Sunday through Wednesday from 8.30 to 12 our general sessions, all day Thursday, and then our banquet will be Thursday evening. Okay. So you have you have to just keep keep a few changes in mind for those of us who've been to several conventions. And trust me, it isn't any harder for anyone than it is for me because I'm always confusing myself. So.
0: Well, and one of the hard things about it this year is is I think that instead of at least it appears instead of things being cut out or dropped, they're just all smushed into one extra day. Some
6: some events right. are moving a day forward, some mm-hmm. aren't. It's just. Yeah. But. Neither here yes. or there. We have so many different events, and as Carla said, we're going to, t- well, all right, you want me to talk about the hotel a little bit? Let's, let's
0: do. Um, the Nugget
6: is the hotel in mm-hmm, Sparks, Nevada, and mm-hmm. for any of you who were at the convention in 2011, yes, it is the same hotel. Different owners now. The Esquaga family has sold the property, but the new owners are just as committed to making our convention wonderful. In fact, I'll be going out there and doing training. And the person who I will be working with for training is the same person who was there in 2011 when Carla and I did the training. The hotel rates are $89 a night for single or double occupancy. If you add a third person into the room, it's an additional $10. Same thing for a fourth person. You can have up to four people. And one night's uh, hotel charge, as standard, will be charged to your credit card when you make your reservations. We also have the resort fee, which is part of our hotel price, and that includes things like free shuttle to and from the airport. It includes uh, free wireless Internet in your sleeping room. And each room gets two complimentary bottles of water a day.
0: So it's really a nice package for the hotel. And also, if you happen to be a person who is driving or will have a car at free the convention parking. parking is free yep
6: yep and there's other things such as 24 hour use of the fitness club and the pool and mm-hmm. you know so there's
0: there's a lot a and
6: lot that, that part of your room rate
0: right and that's all that's in that resort fee and usually when you go to Reno or any uh, any hotel in the reno or las vegas area that's uh,
6: an add on yes
0: that is an add on to the rate that you're quoted and so and that is included them. in our rate so that makes it a really good deal for the hotel and of course the food
6: oh my goodness i'll tell you if any if you can't find a place to eat in the nugget that meets your likes and price range <laughs> then i don't know what to tell you
0: you are too picky
6: yep because Just too we picky. have rosie's cafe which I know is Carla's favorite.
0: Oh, my goodness. I don't think I've ever eaten anywhere else in that hotel.
6: (laughs) And do you want to say a couple words about Rosie's? I'll let you talk for a minute. Rosie's is
0: absolutely fabulous. (laughs) It's 24 hours a day. It's very, very reasonable
6: prices. You can get a lunch. You can get breakfast there for
0: six. Yes. And when we would get things like the um, spaghetti or whatever, um, we took... Part of that back to our room and warmed it up in our microwave later. Oh, and we
6: will have refrigerators.
0: Well, that'll be good.
6: And then there's the rotisserie buffet, and I don't believe now I could be wrong, Carla, but I'm not sure they were open for lunch when we were there in 2011. But you know, I don't open.
0: think they were either, Janet.
6: They are open for lunch yeah. now, and lunch at the buffet for an adult is eight ninety nine. Yes. During the week, yes. Dinner is twelve ninety nine. Yes. and each night they have a different theme now on the weekends the prices are understandably a little bit higher but they're still not you know terrible so. and then they have other restaurants a couple that were there in 2011 they have the noodle hut which has a lot of oriental type food and they also serve sushi in the evening i know that doesn't sound good to you uh carla but it sounds wonderful to I, me
0: i think i'll skip
6: it <laughs> uh oyster bar and when i was there this fall i had a bowl of jambalaya and I think it was seven ninety five, and I could have just swam in that bowl. It was so huge. Oh
0: my goodness!
6: It was yeah. delicious. Yeah, they have Starbucks. Mm-hmm. They have the tailgate deli, which is a great you know sandwich place. Then, if you mm-hmm. want to go to you know an, an event type place, they have the steakhouse, mm-hmm. which is a lovely restaurant. And you know that's that's going to be your pricey. Yeah. Um,
0: that's the pricey restaurant yeah, in the hotel.
6: It's mm-hmm. not. I think entrees are in the twenties.
0: But the, you know that's very reasonable because yeah. in a lot of hotels that's just yeah. your.
6: That's normal. You're lucky to get an
0: entree yeah. for twenty some dollars.
6: Twenties and thirties. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a steakhouse. It's not inexpensive, yes. but
0: yeah.
6: And that has limited uh, opening. It's only mm-hmm. open, I believe, four days a week. Mm-hmm. And then they also opened up Gillies Restaurant. Oh which really? Is based on the Texas restaurant with the Mechanical Bull.
5: hmm
6: Okay. And they have dance floor and a couple of bands, and so that's, you know, quite an, an event place to go to yeah. also, and they do have limited opening. But yeah. Those are the restaurants at the Nugget, and of course there's room service, and room service is not 24 hours, but I think it's about 20 hours a day, so there's...
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I don't think we'll have any problem with lots of good food at very reasonable prices.
6: I don't think so either.
0: And another thing that we might want to touch on um, before we get into the special sessions, that some of which you will not see in the registration form, uh, but the other thing is that I just got my plane ticket Adam and I just bought our tickets and some people are saying oh they've had their tickets for a long time and you know Janet I never buy my tickets until May and the reason I don't is because they're always less expensive and I will tell you that the tickets that we purchased um, last week, if you're still deciding if you want to go to Reno, but you're saying, man, these tickets are just really expensive, we paid 25% less for our tickets than we would have had we bought them in March.
6: So check, and check several different sites.
0: Yes, check several places. Um Remember that Southwest does fly in there, and remember that you have to check Southwest separate from the other um, airlines. Southwest does not show up in, um, in uh, uh, sites like Orbitz and other places like that. So you need to check them both. But I will tell you, too, we are flying on American, and the American and the Southwest pricing was within $7 of each other.
6: The mm-hmm. options of the food at the hotel. I think they're going to save you some money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. So if you so, can get okay. that plane ticket down and and look at your red eye flights, because um, on the American on American as well as Southwest, there were uh, red eye flights or flights flights that either left, you know, really late or got there really late, um, that were about a hundred dollars cheaper each way than the uh, flights during the day.
6: So you may have to do a little homework. Mhm. But, but
0: but you didn't have to you don't have to make three stops in order right. to get those kind of fares.
6: Yep. So so, so that's a good
0: thing. Well, Janet, tell us some we're going to come back to how to make that hotel reservation at the end, yes. and and we're going to talk about um, the the sites, uh, the uh, website, and how to subscribe to the email list at the end. But let's go now to the many, many, many special sessions that are being offered by a lot of our sponsors Wait, at the convention. We do
6: have many, many this year. Our oh, we do. are really excited about having sessions here at the convention.
0: And And before you get into that, let me say that sometimes when, you know, we say, well, I wish I could tell Microsoft, I sure, boy, if I had a chance, I'd tell you know, Sprint what I thought path. about. You have this chance. And these are the kinds of things some of some you don't register for as part of the registration process, but you need to know when they are so that you can save time if you want to go to them. You can you don't aren't gonna have a ticket to something else at that time. And uh, the other thing is that sometimes they have a special Registration, you have to email somebody or whatever to be included. So these kinds of things are a little different from just purchasing the ticket to go to, you know, a tour or a workshop that ACB is running or a special interest affiliate is running.
6: All right, let's. And as Carla said, not all of these will be listed on the registration form. Um, Some are, some aren't. And uh, I'll talk to you at the end of the session as to. uh, the broadcast as to how to get the information if you need it. All right, now a couple things that are on the form that are pretty standard, but I just want to bring them up so you know about them. AFB is having their very popular breakfast on Sunday, and that's $10 for their breakfast. Mm -hmm. And uh, on Monday, Guide Dogs for the Blind is having their breakfast. That is free to GDB alumni and anyone who's interested in the guide dog lifestyle so that's a great breakfast and tuesday national industries for the blind is having their breakfast and that is a ten dollar breakfast so there's a lot of you know interesting breakfast options plus the affiliates that are having their breakfast that will all be listed on the uh, registration form all right let's talk about some tech sessions saturday and sunday google is doing five different sessions Wow. Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, they're doing a session on Android accessibility. Saturday afternoon at 1.15, they are doing a um, OS accessibility um, session. They are also later on Saturday doing a session on J Suite success- accessibility. And on Sunday at... 2.45, they are doing Google Home, which should be really interesting mm-hmm. about all the cool things that you can get to run your house. And they are doing another session later that day at 4.15 on Google Play apps about the books and news uh, feeds and things that you can get on Google. So there's a lot of – and all these sessions are free, and you don't have to sign up for any of these sessions. Also on Saturday, um, we have two Zoom Text sessions. One at 10 o'clock on um, Zoom text, um 11 uh, magnifiers, and then later in the day, we have a Zoom Text session on. Um, sorry. On Zoom Text Fusion. Okay. So that's going to be a lot of, and, and also on Saturday, Hims is having a session at three o'clock on the um, the new Braille Sense Polaris. Oh. So there are a lot of tech sessions on Saturday, and again, there's no cost for any of these. Here's a couple of sessions that are coming up where they do ask you to send an email to reserve some space. Um, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday from 4.15 to 8 p.m., 4.15 p.m. to 8 p.m., Charter Communications is having sessions, and they're setting up appointments. Um, They want people to give their feedback and show what they have done with Comcast to make um, their – TV in- accessible. And I'm just going to give a quick email for that. It's john.sweet, S-W-E-E-T, at charter.com. And you can let them know what time you want to try to get an appointment, and they will set that up for you. Sunday and Tuesday evenings, HumanWare is doing their sessions. And HumanWare on Sunday evening at 545 is doing a session on the Braille Note. And then on Tuesday, they are doing their Victor Stream session at 5.45. So they will, and again, these are all sessions that you don't have to sign up for. You can just show up. Sunday and Monday evenings at 5.45, this is kind of cool, from 5.45 to 7, Sunday and Monday evenings, there is a free training lab set up for Zoom Techs and JAWS users. So if you have questions about Zoom Techs or JAWS, come and work with the experts, and they will help you. They'll answer your questions, and they'll give you a little bit of training. Now, what You know, where do you get that kind of an opportunity? Right, right. I think that's, that's pretty good. And that, they also want, uh, space is limited on that, so they do want you to sign up for that, and... Um, and that's understandable, obviously. Yes,
0: especially in light of the fact that Windows is going away, and they can uh, Window Windows users can upgrade to um, to Jaws, so okay. they're prob- those are probably going to be pretty popular. So it, uh, it might be good to try to get signed up for that.
6: And that is something that you there is there is a link in. The email I, and anyone who's interested in this, I can send them the email because there are links that you have to go to to sign up for this particular okay. training class. Okay, all right. So it's not just we'll email, tell we'll
0: done. tell how that can happen at yep. the
6: end. We also have on Tuesday, and I'm hesitating because there is some question about the date on this. It's Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, but I. I believe it's going to be Tuesday. Microsoft is doing a usability study at 2:45, so you can come and talk to them about your Microsoft. They're just saying they're going to conduct a usability study to um, evaluate the accessibility of Office 365. Now, what a great time to go tell them!
0: Absolutely.
6: Also Tuesday for all you iPhone users. Here we come. Sprint is having an iPhone workshop, um, iPhone and Android, and they're calling it Tips and Tricks. So they're going to give you all kinds of little tidbits on how to uh, operate with your iPhone and answer your questions. Uh, if that's not enough tech sessions, on Wednesday and Thursday, J.P. Morgan Chase, who's been at our convention the last several years, is um, doing focus groups for um, accessibility for online banking, and they want feedback from us on that, and they're going to give you some items to test for their um, to see if they're accessible. So there are focus groups for that um, both those days.
0: Janet, that's the one where you're going to be testing out some things that might be coming up in the future? Yes. Okay, and and so participants there have to sign. Uh, so
6: you have to sign a non-disclosure. Agreement. Right. Yes, right. Thank you for. This. So
0: this is really an opportunity to be in on the, the foundation of, of things that are coming up you're designing in the future. The
6: future. Yes. And on Wednesday evening at five forty-five, Bookshare is having their office hours, and if you're for Bookshare members, come and get your questions answered about Bookshare. Mm-hmm. So. I think we have quite a lot of technology at this year's convention. You certainly do. Uh, And
0: then there's the exhibit hall.
6: The exhibit hall, yes, which, of course, is always brimming with technology and jewelry and household items and all kinds of fun things. And the exhibit hall opens Saturday afternoon, July 1st, at 1 p.m. It's open from 1 to 5 on Saturday. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday it is open from eleven to five,
0: and, and that Sunday, that's those Sunday hours are a change from previous years. Yes. They it was nine to five
6: it is on Sunday in previous years because of general sessions.
0: Right, eleven to five on Sunday, as well as the usual eleven to five on, on Monday, Monday and Tuesday, and, Tuesday. Mm-hmm.
6: and then on Wednesday from nine to one. Okay, so you still have lots of chance to get to the exhibit hall, and that's a must. If you've never attended an ACB convention and you're looking at the registration form and you're trying to figure out your schedule, you want to make sure you leave time for the exhibit hall. And you, and you need more than one time. hour.
0: Don't just leave one hour. No. You know, it's not like a state convention where you go in and at most state conventions, you know, there may be five, ten exhibitors. Right. You're going to need more time in the ACB exhibit hall.
6: And you might want to say, okay, I'm going to go Saturday for a couple hours and Tuesday for an hour right? or two exactly, and break it up.
0: And remember that Monday and Tuesday typically are less crowded in the exhibit hall. You know, another thing you want to make time for, um, be sure you get to general session early because Marketplace is open too. And we don't talk about Marketplace a whole lot, but that's a place where you'll find... Um, small business people or affiliates selling neat things um Their
6: t-shirts or mm-hmm. they're giving or uh, giving out information
0: right right
6: and that is open where it's outside general sessions and it's open from 7:30 a.m. to 10:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. and after the exhibit hall closes the mini mall will be there
0: yes on thursday
6: on Thursday. Yes. yes, I, I we'll, had to put in a plug for you. Yes,
0: ma'am. We will be there on Thursday so with our we'll sidewalk sale. Yep.
6: <laughs> so. so that is also a great, great venue. And if you are an affiliate or a small business person, Marketplace might be the place for you to purchase a table. And the tables for Marketplace are $25. Right.
0: And
6: right. you can have a table there up to two days. So uh,
0: and you can you can sell books or crafts or yep,
6: jewelry the or, only the only restriction is no food
0: right but you can you can do drawing tickets yep. you can do all kinds of things there so uh and there are a limited number of tables each day so yes,
6: there's only five so you want to get your request in that's and right. uh that you would contact michael smitherman and his information is on our website or mm-hmm. if you have questions i'll give you my contact information at the end of this and you can always contact me right and i'll put you in contact with the proper person and oh let me just give a little shout out for our banquet on Thursday evening Our banquet Thursday I'm very excited about this because I have always enjoyed watching the Olympics I love especially the gymnastics and the swimming I mean it's to me very exciting
0: Summer and Olympics are great
6: aren't they this year the Summer Olympic Olympics are last year actually I guess yes. to be correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, were the evening events were audio described by NBC, and that was very exciting, and they had two audio describers who did the Olympic coverage. One of those audio describers, Norma Wick, is going to be our convention speaker, so she's going to talk about what it's like to describe a live sporting event, and I'm sure we're going to get some background on... How do you t- how do you explain what a pummel horse is, or how do you you know what do you describe on someone's costume, or how do you pick out what you want to say, what you which of ten things that are going on that you can talk about? I think definitely want to attend our
0: and our our banquet has a sponsor this year.
6: Yes, Google is our banquet sponsor. We'll have some a little little. Keepsake that we'll give mm-hmm. out with Google's information on it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's
5: mm-hmm. gonna
6: be. I think it's gonna be a fun, very fun convention. Would you like me to talk about um, how to make reservations? I and, would. Uh, Let's do it. All right. If you haven't made your hotel reservations yet, you can do it in two different ways. You can call the Nugget at eight hundred six four eight one one seven seven, and they say. You should use the group code GACB17 to make sure you get our rate. Or you can make reservations on, go to our website, www.acb.org, and there's a link for the 2017 Conference and Convention. And there is, you go there, and there is a link right to the reservations for the nugget for those of you who like to make them online. Okay. If you are not subscribed to the ACB Convention, list and I'm sending out a message a day now talking about convention things um, and I have messages that I've sent out. I've probably sent out, what, 40 or 50 messages? At least. Over the last (laughs) few months Mm -hmm. and if you have not been on the convention list and you want these back messages, you can contact me and I'll be happy to send them to you because I have them all. But to subscribe to the ACB Convention list, you just send a blank email, nothing on it, nothing in the subject, nothing in the body, to acbconvention-subscribe at org. So that's A-C-B-C-O-N-V-E-N-T-I-O-N-dash-subscribe, S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E, at a C B L I S T S dot o r g okay and if you have any convention related questions i'm always happy to answer them you mm-hmm. can send me a quick email at janet dot dickelman and dickelman is d i c k e l m a n at gmail.com or give me a call at six five one four two eight Five zero five nine, and I'll be happy to answer your questions.
0: Now, Janet, let's talk just a bit about the registration process. Okay. It's we, going to be available online and by phone. So um, let let's let's just talk a bit about okay. how that's done.
6: Online, again, you can go to acb.org and so registration. You go on there. If you remember your password and username from last year, you can just put those items in and then go to the registration form. If you do not, you need to set up a new account by going to um, create a login is what it says. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> I, was, all right. I was blanking on it. <laughs> right. I don't know why. That's pretty easy. Or if you're not necessarily an online person, The form is really relatively easy to do online, but if you don't want to do it online, no problem. You call the registration hotline, which is actually in the Minneapolis office, which is 800-866-3242, and you leave your name, telephone number, time zone that you're in, which is very important, and the best times to contact you, and one of our registration cadre of volunteers, we'll call you back and do your registration over the phone with you. Okay. So we make it as simple as we can for you.
0: Now, now Janet, what if I'm trying to decide if I want to go to Reno and I want to look through the registration form to to see what I was there, but I'm not quite ready to register. Can I do that?
6: You can. You can browse the registration form and also in the next day or two you may be able to browse it early. Ooh. So keep watching the email lists and watch the website.
5: Mm-hmm. Watch
6: for an email and then watch the website because we're going to try to get that up there so that you can take a take a peek at it before okay. registration even opens. And yes, if you can browse, and also the registration will be online um, over the telephone, if you subscribe to NFB Newsline, it is on NFB Newsline. And it will also be on ACB Radio Audio Now, the ACB Telephone uh, mm-hmm. Service mm. in conjunction with ACB Radio.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And Carla, do you know their phone number off the top of your head?
0: Uh, well, let me ask you, is it, is it going to be a choice where I can call in and then just listen to the form? Yes. So it's probably going to be on the number where we listen to the Braille Forum. Yes, it is. Okay, so yes, that is um, 605-475-8154.
6: Thank you very much. I have to explain I didn't have it in my little list of things <laughs> and I'm operating with a broken wrist, so it takes me a minute sometimes <laughs> yeah. to look up things.
0: Yeah. 605-475-8154. Uh, Janet, uh, now that we've brought up ACB Radio, let's just make one other point. Some people, you know, everyone's awesome. I say, well, there's so much broadcast on ACB Radio, I don't know why I should go to a convention. All the things that you've talked about with all the tech sessions, the exhibit hall, marketplace, all those things. That's
6: not on the radio. It's not
0: on the radio. All of, you know, the tours aren't on the radio.
6: Nope. Most of the affiliate programming
0: is not on ACB. Yeah, radio. 90% of the affiliate program is not on the radio. Okay. So um,
6: even a- though, yes, there are things you can right. listen to on ACB Radio, such as general sessions for those of you who just can't make it to the convention. Right, general sessions are on some afternoon broadcasting,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and the Friends and Arts uh, Showcase, performing arts showcase, mm-hmm. is on
0: candidates' forum
6: and the candidates' forum right. Tuesday evening and, and the, the banquet ban- Thursday evening. Right,
0: but but, that, but that's just that's
6: just a just a smattering.
0: Yes, it really is, and even though we want—I know I had this discussion with somebody yesterday—even though we want in the in future years to expand the offerings we on ACB everything. Radio, there are things we just simply cannot right. cannot broadcast um, for a variety of reasons, and part of it is just plain flat out having the 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 person hours to get it done.
6: Right? Yeah. So. And The other thing is the intangibles about being at the convention. Mm -hmm. Just the camaraderie and the networking. That's right. thats That, to me, is a huge part of the convention.
0: Mm -hmm. That's right. The networking, just meeting people from all kinds of places, getting new ideas, sharing what what your group is doing with what another group is doing. I mean, all of those things just can't happen if, if you're kind of just sitting there um it's wonderful that that we're able to there have been a couple of years uh i know the first year that acb radio broadcast uh on the the convention i could not go to convention that year it was in orlando um actually no yes it was the orlando convention i think maybe houston but anyway um one of those back in the late 90s and uh, acb radio broadcast and it was wonderful to be able to sit there at dinner time and listen to that banquet but it wasn't just like being there and uh, i mean it was, it was it was just fabulous to think that there i was listening and you know i knew all the excitement that was going on and so on but but it was still just not quite the same so
6: i encourage all of you who can make it to the convention to to try to come yes if you're on yeah. the fence please lean towards coming and if you have yeah. questions again as i said i'm happy to answer you can call me anytime if you don't get me just leave me a message and i'll get back to you as quickly as i can mm-hmm. and with emails i respond to emails Pretty quickly, definitely within you know the same day or next day. So if you don't get a response, then presume I didn't receive it for some reason.
0: And, and Janet, we're pretty good at helping people find roommates and things like that too. Yes.
6: Yeah. We are. I always keep a list.
0: Yes. I know when I was convention coordinator, I sometimes felt like I was the uh, like I was the um, you know the social coordinator or yes. something. You know? The grandmother. Yes, yes, you got that. So, uh, if so, you, yes, I'm
6: always happy if you're looking for a roommate. Yeah, if you're looking, yeah. you know, if you need anything, no question is too crazy or right. too, you know, don't ever hesitate to contact me with anything. The
0: answer may not always be yes to every single question, right. but if you don't ask it, you don't know.
6: You're not going to know, right? And if I can't answer the question, I will find an answer for you. Right. So, Janet, let's
0: give your phone number again.
6: All right. It is six five one. 428 and my email is Janet.Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N, at gmail.com.
0: And to get to the ACB registration uh, or to other information about the convention or anything else that has to do with ACB, yep. visit our website at www.acb.org.
6: Carla, thank you for having me. I always enjoy doing this. Do I get to come back one more time before convention? You bet. Maybe thank I you. I look forward to it. Thank you.
0: If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org.